Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 104. Facts about the Mona Lisa. Plus, Bible 101. The word for your day. The fear of ice cream and more. And now. right it's always morning somewhere welcome to the good morning show with terry and melissa at night how's everybody doing it's thursday that's right hey if you've ever wanted to be part of a family where you are valued for who you are and your love no matter where you've been this is the show for you that's right episode 104 can you believe it Tonight, we're going to find out how your week's been going so far, uh, maybe what big plans you got coming up this weekend. Maybe you got a busy weekend like we do. Uh, Melissa, I have the word for your day. We'll have some fun facts about the Mona Lisa as our, in, uh, our, our I almost said interpreter, but our announcer, um, Master Pastor Yoda, mentioned in the beginning of the show here, and a whole lot more. Whatever you guys want to talk about. We're game tonight. It's Thursday Night Live. Welcome to episode number 104. It's the Good Morning Show at night. Thursday night. We're so glad you're here. Hey, hey, hey. The other thing about you being here is we can't see you. That's right. This is the place where everybody knows your name as long as you type in the chat box. So why don't you let us know where you're tuning in from tonight? If you have something in your cup, we'd love to hear about that as well. And I'd love to know specifically tonight. Hmm. Here's the question. Um, what kind of music are you listening to as you go to sleep that's what i want you to answer where are you from and what kind of music you're listening to what if they're listening to the bible then you say that ah okay. or if you're listening to asmr okay so here it is um good evening david ramsey from danville illinois we love you dave and kathy mary Kay from shelbyville just down the street having Lipton decaf tea with sprinkle of turmeric that's her nighttime beverage yeah Logan Wells Pastor Logan in the house he's in his office and he's drinking Folgers buddy you're gonna (laughs) miss some sleep I noticed that if I am drinking coffee later in the day that I'm really struggling with my night I'm not sleeping well at night anyways these days am I yeah you know and I'm, I'm kind of the opposite I can drink coffee and go right to sleep it doesn't really help me stay awake uh I do know that when it tastes really good, it helps me feel good about my day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so good. It's got a good little flavor to it. That's good. Hey, I noticed that you got, Terry got me something new, Reverend Wright. Bought me <laughs> a little pink, um, it's called the windsock for my microphone. He got himself one too. And so yeah. then he changed the color around our screen to match my windsock. I feel real matchy matchy. I really you're, like it. You're almost like John Jersey in his shoes and his shirt. Almost. I'm not quite that cool, but here's the beef. If you don't know, I love pink. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Dave Ramsey says to Pastor Logan, hi, Pastor Logan, say hello to our son. That's right. And that's right. Dave goes to Pastor Logan's church. In Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Elizabethtown, Kentucky. We're going to be in Elizabethtown on Saturday. Hey, Janice in the house. She's in Spring, Texas, which is really Houston. Um, And she says, embrace the broken conference. So Mm. Janice, are you um, still in rehab at the hospital or are you home? I'd love to know where you're tuning in from this evening. We're praying for Janice. Yeah. Um, and I understand she's doing tremendous. Well, for somebody who just had a stroke this last week, like a week ago yesterday, right? 
Seven yeah. days ago, because it was it was on Thursday Night Live yeah. last week that we learned about it. And so, uh, you are a walking miracle. She is a miracle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is. And I'm, also, I'm declaring that walking in, in advance. Yeah. If you're not yet. She, Missy talked to her this week, too. Oh, that's awesome. So, she's doing so good. Janice, yes. I'm proud of you. You're such a rock star. You're just, you know what you are? You're just a walking testimony mm-hmm. uh, pointing to Christ. Yep. We love you so much. For sure. Hi, Ann Mickey from Topeka, Kansas. You guys had some icky storms last night. A tornado touched down near my daddy's hometown where he's buried. And so I hope everybody in Strong City and Cottonwood Falls, Kansas is doing okay tonight. Yeah. Tina Sparks from Albany, Kentucky. Hi, Tina. Good to see you, sister. Um, Janice says, I'm in one of the top rehabs in the nation. Janice, that's I'm not. Cool. That's so good. That's just like the Lord to put you there. Good <laughs> evening, Monica Masterson. Hi, hey, sweet Monica. sister. Good to see you from Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes, yes. We got to get down that way soon. Maybe, maybe on our way to you know further. I'm south not adding anything else to my schedule for the next <laughs> like six to eight weeks. Now we just had an episode where we talked about that kind of stuff. I mean, think about this. It was. Uh, uh, in uh, episode number 103, I think it was, where we were talking about if you feel like you're overwhelmed. Um, yeah. So uh, we need to go back and maybe watch the I need the show. to go watch our own advice <laughs> is what needs to happen. Deanna, yeah. Deanna McNown Dove. Hi, Deanna. Hi. She said, yep, they had a hailstorm yesterday. Mom mm-hmm. and dad said it was really blowing. They did not sleep well last night. Yeah. Ann says they got lots of heavy rain and hail, but they don't believe a tornado. There was a tornado south of you in Chase County. That's yeah, where my, my daddy's family is from. Uh, keep the ladies in prayer on the Emmaus Walk this weekend. Lord, we pray that you will just be with the ladies. Their hearts would be open and they would encounter you, living God, in a transformational way, we pray in Jesus' name. Janice said, we had revival in my room on Saturday. That's so good. I heard about it. I also heard you moved your hand. Woo! Yeah, what's up with that? That's like normal stuff. It's just Janice. (laughs) It's the power of God in our sweet sister. (laughs) Oh, just Janice. Yeah, I know. Not just Janice. It's just Janice. It's Janice and Jesus. That's right. So um, Monica says her brother sent her some pics of the extra large hail in Malvern, Iowa, where where he lives. Mm. Yeah. The Midwest just really got pelted. And says, okay. Oklahoma too. So, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, it is moving into that time of the year. So, yeah. um, we've got a guy that we follow on YouTube, uh, for weather alerts. If you want to talk about this, would be a perfect time to segue to that. His name is Ryan Hall. Y'all that's the name of his uh, YouTube channel. And he is our weather guy. He's a weather analysis and we've got a meteorologist on staff with him called Andy Hill. And these guys are the real deal. They're going to keep you safe no matter where you are in the United States. You don't have to be in the South. You don't have to be in the East. You don't have to be in the Midwest. They're going to talk about wherever you are in any severe weather or dangerous weather. And their phrase is, don't, what is it? Be don't pre- be scared. Be, don't, pre- be prepared. Don't, there it is. don't be scared. Be prepared. There it is. Yep. And so they're amazing. Go follow Ryan Hall. I tell you he's our friend, but we ain't never met him. But Terry, can, Terry believes we will. I believe we will someday. So. And be sure to subscribe so you get notifications when they go live with their extreme weather alerts because they do do that. And so, hey, and let's talk about something. If you guys are not on YouTube, a lot of you watch us from Facebook mm-hmm. and that is fine. I see Monica and um, But and if Tina. you watch from YouTube, you can see all of the Facebook comments. If you watch from Facebook, they weed out any of the other comments and you just see Facebook. But if you watch from YouTube, you also get to know the YouTube community. 
which is an incredible community. Mm -hmm. We'd love for you to go to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Subscribe to our page. Hit the bell for notification. Like a few videos. Watch some shorts. It's fun. And it's it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole community. It is. So Janice moved her leg today. Yay. That's awesome. (laughs) Janice. You're coming back. You're coming back to a marathon. There you go. Um, Deanna says, yeah, there was no way anyone was able to sleep during it. It was so loud. That's what mom and dad said. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also heard that too. Um, Reverend Charles Stanley passed away I yesterday. I know. I always enjoyed listening to him on the radio. Um, he'd always have that catchphrase. He'd say, now listen, now listen. And he was, I, I believe it was because, and I'd heard this, uh, I believe it was because he used to be a school teacher. Mm, and, and maybe he, he thought get nobody was listening. You get the attention. And when someone says, now listen, what do you do? You stop doing whatever you're doing and you listen, right? Mm. Well, it depends on who says it. Sometimes I tune, <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> uh, oh, good evening, Megan. Megan from Kansas City, Kansas. Hi, sister. Evening, we love you. So glad to see you guys on the Good Morning Show on Thursday night. It's Thursday Night Live. Hey, we're so glad that you've come upon us. We actually do not know that you're here unless you type in your chat box. Would you be so kind as to just type in hello or let us know where you're tuning in from? We have been meeting people all over who have been tuning into the Good Morning Show, but some of them are not really good typers, and so they don't have time to type in the chat box. But if you just shout a hello out to us, that would make our day, because we want to make sure to honor you. Your presence matters to us. So we're grateful that you're here. And speaking of shout outs, all of our podcast listeners, you guys cannot see us, and we cannot see you, but you listen to our content so faithfully, and we're so thankful for you. So podcast listeners, a big shout out from Terry and I how we love you and we bless you. Amen. And some special podcast listeners, the Shelbyville Postal Workers listen to the Good Morning Show and the Good Morning Show at night. Yes. And so we love them and we want to give them a special hello and thank you for being faithful to deliver and and sort our mail here in the four to below six five. That's right. That's right. It was just on Monday morning, our Monday morning motivation episode uh, number one hundred three, where we talked about five verses to cling to when you're overwhelmed. Uh, we're so overwhelmed that I forgot it was just this week that we talked about it. Uh, we also had the word for your day, and I believe it was from uh, let's see, it was Mark chapter three, where Jesus was healing on the Sabbath, and uh, we had some getting to know you questions. It was a a really good time. You can find that and all of our previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the video link to watch the videos, or you can click on the blog menu link there on the the page and uh, read and look at the pictures and all kinds of stuff that we put that you don't normally get to see on there. So... Yeah, it was just this weekend. You know, we are in a very busy season and that's not something I'm proud to say. It's something I feel like has gotten away from us because Mm -hmm. I don't know if we are just overcommitted and or if we're just at a place where, you know, we're just at the end of our very long standing classes and we're going to receive our ordination in June and we're really blessed by that. But we've been work. We are literally working hard right up until the month, and so it's causing us some consternation, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it it is, and I think that the busier we get, 
we really seem to lose track of the fact that we're either not eating on schedule or not getting enough rest or whatever it is we're not getting enough of. We're depriving ourselves of something, but we're also, when we get so busy, depriving others of our presence and acknowledging them. And so that that happens a lot too. So we have to get back to that. Uh, Janice was saying, uh, did you mention this, that uh, her uh, right, she moved her leg today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Yep. And I was thinking and her about arm this. this weekend. Yes. Her hand. I was weekend. thinking about how quickly you're bouncing back from this, Janice, to be able because I know God knows you're faithful to share your testimony of his yeah. faithfulness. Yeah. And so he's going to do abundantly more because you just won't shut up about him. No, she's going to tell him everywhere. Janice and Jesus. It's going to be she it's goes. the dynamic duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everywhere so you see Janice, Don't you're going to see Jesus. Don't it's stop. so good. Yeah. You are you are going to be a proclaimer of his good news. Yeah. So, um you were just saying something that kind of um uh about the presence, about sharing yeah, in the presence well, of each you, other. You were saying about things that we miss when we're too busy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was kind of that kind of hurt my heart a minute. Uh, well, we all do it from time to time, don't well, we? Well, and also, I am, I am struggling. I think that's one of the reasons I'm struggling with my sleep, um, because I'm not sleeping good quality sleep, and I think it's because I'm having a really hard time unwinding from my mind and de-stressing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> What's that? Just it's, pass, no it's pass. It's Jeff reminding me that I don't have to do a plus plus work in every class. He oh. is oh, call, I see. He's calling something out in me that I understand very clearly, and Passer. I think I think it's Jeff, Jesus, and Melissa having a little sidebar uh, a little in this. Powwow. And thank you for that yeah. reminder. So yeah. Ann says, I don't know this individual, but prayers for the young man in Kansas City, Missouri. Shot twice. He is back home recovering. That is on national news. And mm-hmm. that is upsetting and scary. And yes, definitely our prayers go out to that young man. And I have stopped and prayed for him. I have had, so, i just going to be, can I just be transparent for mm-hmm. a minute? Mm-hmm. I've had so many prayer requests today. And it has felt so like honoring that you would ask me to pray with you and to agree with you in prayer. When someone asks you to pray for them or pray in agreement with them, that's an honor. It Mm -hmm. means that they trust you. They trust you with their personal information in your mouth to the king of the universe. That's a big honor. Don't dishonor that by not praying. And don't say, yeah, I'll pray for you and then forget. Okay. So that's kind of one of the reasons why we stop and pray um, immediately when someone asks. Because we don't want to forget. It's an important honor to be able to do. Hey, Lynn's in the house from Oklahoma City. We love you, Lynn. Good to see you. And Janice, your squishy's on. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, also we were saying about watching the weather. I think there's some still severe weather going on tonight. Is there yeah. in the Midwest? I think it's more or south moving, and east. Yeah. Moving south and east. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah. But I didn't, I saw him 
And also, your phone went off earlier with the weather alert. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the Weather Channel, it's like, okay, I understand. I want to be in tune with what's going on. They have you sign up for alerts or whatever, receive notifications. But half the time, they're just wanting me to watch videos. They're pulling your leg. They're man. just saying, hey, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Oh, and they and then oh, he went and watched some videos. And yeah. So we're gonna keep doing ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That's uh, kind of sneaky, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. like the bait and switch. You think you're going for like severe weather and turns out well, you're going for the clown in the yeah, rain or something. Right. Well, and you know, the like Lexington and Channel 18 and Channel 11 out of Louisville, WHAS, those, when they go off, they're weather alerts. Yeah. They're not trying to take you to a page to make but you read the whole string I of stuff. I am not as familiar with those sounders for your notification as I am when the when the weather channel goes mm, I off. know, I know, I know. But I am ready and primed for when Ryan Hall goes live. That one I get a notification for because I subscribe too to his channel and get notifications. I also subscribe to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. <laughs> Which you should too. You should too. That's yeah. right. So, um, Ann says the weather's going to get cooler there. And Lynn says the weather through Oklahoma was insane last night. Yeah, uh, uh, we heard that also. Um, we've been talking about the weather before you jumped on, Lynn. And Kansas and Oklahoma got and Iowa got blasted last night so they're just telling us we've got still got a fire uh oh weather yeah alert, fire red hazard. flag or whatever mm-hmm. it's a dry it's here dry. it's really windy so mm-hmm. so what else hey i saw that you had something about ice cream on your yeah yeah ben said something about it in our intro tonight and it was so funny because i was like when i heard what he said uh i was caught off guard because i was like i just thought he was being funny like you know the fear of ice cream and uh it's actually a real thing i mean like are you afraid of ice cream no i've never been afraid of any ice cream that's why look at me uh, does it look like i'm afraid of ice cream it's it's a real thing it's called pagot Pagotophobia, pagotophobia, uh, from the Greek word pagoto, which is ice cream, and it's the actual fear of ice cream is most commonly triggered due to getting frozen in the mouth by ice cream. Okay, like you, you get your freeze. Another trigger is that eating ice cream can freeze their bodies from the inside out, right? Which it doesn't actually happen, but they're afraid that it does. But it's most commonly those suffered by children and followed by teens. So I think we grow out of that as we grow into, I want my own gallon of ice cream for myself. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud, but that's yeah. dumb. <laughs> it's it's just a, 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 a it's a real thing. I didn't know it was. I thought he was just joking. And right, well, I, I well, I, that's why I asked you to say it out loud. So when mm. I was sitting here reading it, I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, so um, Dave Ramsey says, can you all quote other preachers' catchphrases like what you said about Dr. Stanley? Yes, but will we? No. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll just I'll just say it like this. So for years. Um, Lynn's eating ice cream right now. What? Um, so for years. <laughs> oh, she's for, got the gelato. Yeah, she's got oh, she's got that Talinci gelato. See, That's he so originally good. said gelatophobia, but gelatophobia is something totally separate. It's another fear. Okay, back to Sorry. me. Sorry. <laughs> this is the truth. Terry is so technically minded, and so he has done a lot of audio and video work for many 
many pastors and preachers and evangelists and noticing how many times they say the same phrase over and over happens a lot when you're running audio clips and you're clipping out like dead air or dead space or when you're clipping out names that we don't want repeated um, in private services when people are getting prayed over or their prayer confidentiality requests. And we, we try to keep confidential information confidential and we also try not to put other people on blast with their name and so a lot of times through the years um terry will be doing audio and he'll come out of his headphones and he'll be like okay so so and so says this and so and so says that and so yes dave through the years we have noticed a lot of catchphrases from certain preachers and you'd be surprised <laughs> there's one at the bottom of there's your screen. one on the screen right now and i'm not gonna say one word about it yeah but there's more than one yeah yeah gelatophobia it's a fear of being laughed at. It's a type oh. of social phobia. Okay, now that hurts my heart a little but bit. But when he said gelatophobia, I was yeah. like, gelato? Okay, fear of ice cream. But it's like two separate things. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Fun fact, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's funny. I also think catchphrases from pastors are funny. Mm-hmm. And some of them do it on purpose. Yeah. They you know, say the same thing over and some guys don't really. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to pick up some of those and do a little pop quiz one night. Just or one if day we just may, to see. Like we'll say one line and you guys you guess, guess who, who it is. says. Right, that might be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. My cousin Jay, he's an amazing preacher, and he says, "Are you with me? Are you with me? Uh Are you with me?" So I'll just I'll say that one because that one's safe. Are you with me? I like that one too. It's pleasant. (laughs) I I know I say one, but I can't think of what it is. But there's 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 one I was aware of that I'm like, I say that one an awful lot. Yeah, it was while we were on here, and you noticed yourself repeating it. Well, on here, but there's something even when I'm when I'm preaching. uh, There's a there's a a word that uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll think of it later. Well, what else you got on the agenda for tonight? Well, uh, I guess we got time for a little word for the day. Yeah, I just have a little short one I can share this evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, okay. So Monica do, do says, kind of, yeah, do these first. So our pastor in California used to say, I'm being, uh oh, I don't know what he said. I'm being something. I'm being facetious. Oh, oh, maybe. Is that it? Yeah. Well, oh, look, facetious. Look, there it is. It okay. There. Yeah. And um, Lynn says, Dr. McCorkle says, I talk fast, so listen quick. Listen, Rob has a lot of them. Yeah. And um, I get tickled at some of Rob's, but he does talk fast. So Jay used to talk a really, really fast too, but Jay and Rob, they're more intentional about slowing down, <laughs> but I do get real tickled at some of the things they say. Does it slow down to catch up with Jesus or something? Or yep. Yep. That- Yep, that's a good one too. <laughs> we probably got to use all the ones up that we're going to actually could have used for a segment, but you know, anyway, it's that's fun. a good idea, David. Yeah, yeah. He said okay, it would be fun. so today is the twentieth of April, and you know what that means? Come on, every pastor says that. I think these days, <laughs> um, it's Proverbs twenty because it's April twentieth, yeah, and so Proverbs twenty one little o verse stuck out to me tonight, and it's verse three: keeping away from strife is an honor for a man but any fool work will quarrel sorry that word quarrel is a whole it's, it's mess. a hard one there isn't it? yep any fool will quarrel keeping away from strife is an honor for a man proverbs 20 and 3 you know what there's some junk on social media right now that came to my attention in this last few days 
in today, it was talked about a lot. And I had people, because we were in legitimate discussions about something very important, it is spiritual, it is theological, it is denominational, and it affects a lot of us. Um, I was asking questions and I had people sending me social media posts about the particular issue. And I was like, I can't believe the arguing and the debating and the nastiness that occurs when somebody makes a statement, uh, an opinion. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, stay away from strife. It's an honor for a person. It's an honor for a person to see a conversation, have an opinion and not share it and walk away from it. That's an honor. But it's a fool that causes quarreling or involves themselves in quarreling. Why do we take the bait of Satan to argue and debate? You know, the Lord does not need you to debate his side. Like it's not, it's not, he's, he's not looking for good defenders. He's looking for obedient sons and daughters, right? right? He's looking for people who will love. Do you know how hard it is to show and speak love to other people when you're arguing with them? or when you're fighting with them. And this thing that I'm bringing up right now, I know it seems a little passive aggressive to not actually say the topic, but it doesn't matter because it can be any topic. I mean, right now, Anne brought up a point where those kind of things cause arguments, right? Stuff right now, everything turns into a hot button topic. Don't take the bait. Don't quarrel, Don't, argue. don't take debate. Don't take debate. I took debate for four years. And I'll tell you something. I'm not interested in those kind of online conversations. They're not conversations. Nothing good comes from them. And then I hear people like arguing the side of why we should argue. Well, these kind of conversations need to be had. No, I think we need to learn how to love each other. I think we need to learn how to see the gold in each other and call it out. I think we need to figure out how to glorify God by edifying the body and encouraging the person. What? Yes, that can actually be accomplished, wow. but not if we're debating, quarreling and arguing. And so it is an honor for a person to walk away from the temptation to engage. And it is division. And, and Lynn is right. She said, we all know what is huge right now. And it's all work. It's workings of division. It is meant to divide. The church is a united bride. Jesus is coming back for a united bride, not a bunch of little splintered off factions of a bride right and so now more than ever we need to unite and agree in the holy spirit and there are far more important issues that call us together to unity than the small things that we might that might be inconsequential that we disagree about i had a conversation with a lady today where we have a very fundamental difference on an issue that's non-essential but the thing that is uniting us is agreeing in prayer to jesus for a very important matter. There is, we gotta find the unity and then we have to choose to take that road. Just cause we pray for it doesn't mean we choose it, right? And you guys have control, it's free will. The Lord gave us free will. You have control to choose. Well, they baited me, I had to get, I had to defend myself. No, you did not, Jesus didn't, right? What did he say to his accusers? He stood silent, he stood silent. You do not have to be baited and drawn in to have some sort of argument or defend yourself. Now there are moments, okay, when we need to love well enough to 
to say a kind word of correction in love. But if it's not coming from a place of love, keep your mouth shut. And most of the time you're going to find out the best way to love is to keep your mouth shut. And this is not easy for me because that I do not have a long history of keeping my mouth shut. I don't mind confrontation. And this has been the Lord transforming me to keep my mouth shut. And uh, one of the best decisions I ever made was to actually get off that stuff and to not scroll through and look for trouble, but to find ways to edify and love. And that's what we're doing with this show. You know, we do this because we love you and we love you because Jesus loves you. We don't want to debate or argue. We want to lift you up and encourage you. We want God to be glorified and the body of Christ to be edified and you to be encouraged. And that's what we're after. And so I love this little old verse in Proverbs 20 that came to my heart tonight because it's the 20th day of April. And my recommendation to you, okay, when in doubt, keep your mouth shut. If you're not sure if it would glorify God, it probably will not. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I'm going to pray into this for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this word. Honestly, Lord, this is hard. It's hard not to quarrel. It's hard not to engage in strife, but you say there's honor for those that that avoid strife and quarreling. And so, Lord, we don't want to be foolish, especially in your sight. We want to please you, God. We want to obey you. We want to love you. And we want to encourage each other and bring you glory. So, Father, we know we do that by avoiding strife. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's true. It's not hard to understand. You've made it even understandable for the simplest of us. And I thank you so much for who you are. Will you help us, Holy Spirit, remind us of this word when we start typing out something until we hit delete, delete, delete. We love you, Jesus, and we pray this in your name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's good. That's a that you're right. That is a hard one to uh, to adhere to because um, sometimes we feel like we've got something we need to defend, and mm-hmm. <sighs> it's hard. It is. Monica says, "The older I get, then the more I have to work to not say what's on my mind." Right, right. And Jeff says, "Many, if not most, church splits are over non-essential issues." That is a true word, and that is such a sad indictment of the church, but it is true. And Chloe, hi Chloe. Hey, Chloe, good to see you, sister. I love you so much. So glad you're in tonight. And Anne says, "If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all." Boy, is that not the truest adage that we overlook? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. <clears throat> you know what I would like to know? I would like to know fun facts about the Mona Lisa. Isn't it funny how we those suggestions again, Master Pastor Yoda for the win. His um, announcements. Yeah. By yeah, the way, yeah. I don't think they're in tonight because oh, was they there had an event going on or something. Tennis. They mm-hmm, had tennis mm-hmm, tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lynn said so much of it's tied to identity. When we defend ourselves, we are defending our flesh, and we are supposed to be dead to our flesh. True that. We don't have a reputation to defend. We're dead mm-hmm, to that thing. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm change my music up a little bit. Here. Is we it going to be funky? We're going to get funky here. Get funky. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're talking about let's. Yeah. Yeah. Ben uh, has this way of just mentioning stuff in, in just off the cuff, and it's like, wow, that's a really good idea. And you know what? You guys have good ideas. And we would listen to you. So if you have ideas, you email us, okay? Terry and Melissa at thegoodmorningshow.tv. 
Email us your suggestions for show topics. We're getting ready to move into a new season. Season two starts this next Monday. So we'll have uh, been uh, going for a whole year on April 25th. That was our first episode. In fact, go back on, um, you know, this weekend and listen, go back and Don't see how. No, go back it. and just go back to episode number one. I'm challenging you. Go back to episode number one and compare and see where it is that we've come to today. Also, um, I know for at least one show next week, we are going to be on the road. We're mm. going to come to you live from another city. Yes, that'll be on Monday. And another studio. Mm-hmm. And if you don't care that we're starting a new season, season two, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's our year anniversary. And not only have we now been doing the Good Morning Show for one year, season one is coming to an end and season two will begin. No crazy finale, no total change up, but you do want to check us out Monday because we're coming to you from our mobile studio. Wow. I wonder what that's going to be like. I, well, we should know. We lived there for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, provided we have our internet in there. Otherwise, ba- we might be doing it in the church. We're back on the road. <laughs> we're back on the road for a little bit. Um, and so we're going to be coming to you uh, for, um, from the road. And I'm glad that we have the opportunity to do that. Mostly because none of you guys bought our travel trailer. We're going to keep using it. <laughs> so we have our home on wheels, I guess. So. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's do this Mona Lisa thing here. Um you, you, we've all, we all know about the Mona Lisa, right? Smiling at us across the centuries, the Mona Lisa still mystifies people today. Is she really smiling, though? <sighs> well, they did a test on it. But uh, here's some Mona Lisa facts to understand how she has stood the test of time. Uh, this is kind of cool, okay? The Mona Lisa is the most visited, most written about, most sung about, and most parodied work of art in the world. Hmm. Did you know that? No, but I'm not surprised. Not surprised? No. Did our music just no, stop? No. Okay. It's, it's, no, I'm not surprised, but I'm trying to figure out if she is, in fact, smiling. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. And while the Mona Lisa is now considered to be the most famous painting in the world, until the 20th century, it, was very, it wasn't very well known outside of France. Really? Yeah. She was just a local favorite for up until that time. Mm-hmm. And even though there are over 6,000 paintings at the Louvre, the museum, right? right? Over 90% of museum visitors go directly to the Mona Lisa. And they spend about 15 seconds looking at her. Driving all the way over there uh, across that really long bridge that goes across the ocean. Yeah. Just kidding. You got to fly. Before the nineteen, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, an average of 1,500 people an hour visited the And they Mona only Lisa. looked at her for 15 seconds? Yeah, because they had to keep people moving. They had to keep them moving through the, the well, museum. Well, can I ask you this? It... it is it a real person or well, is it we'll get to that one too. I thought that I read something about mm-hmm. um, Leonardo da Vinci looking at himself in the mirror oh really I I don't know about that one okay well what but do it, you know acor- you- well according to Fr- French heritage law and we'll answer your question in just a moment the Mona Lisa cannot be bought or sold because the painting belongs to the public and uh, she has her own mailbox at the Louvre because of all the love letters that she receives. True story. That's right? stupid, too. Well, well, you know, I don't make them up. Italian artist Leonardo da Vinci 
Think about this. Uh, he was uh, born in 1452 and lived uh, 1519. He uh, began to paint the Mona Lisa when he was about 51 years old. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, the the Mona Lisa has actually been attacked several times. In 1956, a man threw acid at the painting. Why? Uh, a few months later, a man threw a rock at the painting, chipping some of its pigment, and the painting now is secured behind bulletproof glass. Did the acid do any damage? I, I don't know. Why would I don't know how try to do that? I think they I think they actually had some glass over it. I, there's a little segment here in just a minute that'll mention some glass. So I think there was a covering over it beginning, but it was also stolen. Think about this. It's stolen from the Louvre in 1911. And the man who helped build the glass case, there you go. There's the reference that built the glass case uh, that held the painting. He hid in the broom closet overnight. And then he walked out in the morning. He was Italian and believed the painting belonged to Italy because of Da Vinci, right? And after the Mona Lisa was stolen, uh, it took museum staff 48 hours to notice that it was gone. These days, it wouldn't take long. But in 1911, and after the theft, the uh, med- all the media attention helped propel the Mona Lisa to international fame. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Though it, it looks large, we've seen it in pictures and on TV and things. It looks like it's large, but the Mona Lisa is rather small, just 30 inches by 21 inches. And 18 pounds is all it weighs. This gives you some perspective here to look at it from the back of the room over everybody's shoulder. Wow. Yeah, not a huge painting by any means. Mm. And uh, Pablo Picasso was a suspect in the theft in 1911 because he had been caught before trying to sell stolen Louvre pieces. For Pete's sake. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So let's do the close-up here, and you tell me, while it appears that the Mona Lisa does not have eyelashes or eyebrows... A 2007 study revealed that she originally was painted with them and they gradually disappeared, most likely due to overcleaning. Well, I'll be darned. That's pro- I, that explains what's happened to my head. Well, I just wonder if that's what I'm going I'm just, through. I'm just cleaning it too much. Huh. <laughs> and it's actually not painted on canvas like a lot of people think. And it's painted on three pieces of wood, which are about one and a half inches thick. Well. And they call this the Mona Lisa effect. You've probably heard it where they say the illusion that the eyes of a person in an image, they follow you when you go around the room. It actually does not. It's not true for the Mona Lisa. But they call it the Mona Lisa effect. She's not looking at me. No, she's her. not. But they call it that. It's it's an actual name. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte, Bonaparte apparently had access to the painting at one time, and he hung it in his bedroom. Oh, for yeah, yeah. And uh, let's see. Most art historians believe that the subject of the Mona Lisa is Lisa Gherardini, the second wife of Francesco del Giocondo, a wealthy Florentine Italy silk merchant. Huh. And although Francesco uh, Francesco commissioned Leonardo da Vinci to paint the Mona Lisa. For some reason, Leonardo didn't give it to him. And uh, he eventually took the painting with him to France, where he worked on it until its death, till his death. Hmm. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Uh, talk about weird stuff, right? Um, in 1983, a Japanese artist made a replica of the Mona Lisa on a piece of toast. There you go. All the facts and more that you have never, never thought you wanted to know. Uh, one of the most re- legendary reasons for her fame is the mysterious smile. And um, I uh, there's a there's actually um, let's get the uh, the facts here. Um, there was a, a, a thing that it actually said the statistic of what it is. They ran. I deleted it for some reason. And of course, you asked the question. Um, let's see. 
Uh, it said the face was ran through yeah. emotion recognition software. And the analyst revealed that she is 83% happy, 9% disgusted, 6% fearful, and 2% angry. <laughs> but I like Jeff. Jeff says he's kind of a smirk more than a yeah. smile. <laughs> yeah, and John Jersey, of course, says, yay, toast. Yeah, well, way to focus on the right com- the right conversation <laughs> there, John. You know, hi, Judy. Judy from Archdale. Well, from High Point. Said, so that's North where Carolina. my eyebrows yeah, went. right, same. <clears throat> and Lynn said, I heard a poem once called The Eyes That Follow Me, which was inspired by the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, most, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. People, um, they can only, they only give patrons about 30 seconds to view the painting because they got to keep the crowd moving see i think that would be rotten to go all that way over there just to be moved well you know they don't let you stand in the um in the sistine chapel in rome they 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 prod you through they tell you to keep moving hi joey joey from louisville kentucky god bless you buddy good to see you tonight janice says it is a smirk well if janice and jeff say it then it's true yeah that is interesting that uh emotion recognition software that's pretty cool well they say that the best way to get a close-up view of the mona lisa uh is to visit the uh, the website the louvre website where you can zoom in on the painting and you can even compare scientific tests that are done with infrared x-ray uh and uvf scans so they've got some really interesting kind of cool stuff on the on the website there so there you go who knew Fun facts about the Mona Lisa. That's pretty cool. Right here on the Good Morning Show. Right. At night. Right. Well, that's good. I'm glad that's... You know what? Who is more culturally diverse than us? Hey, we gotta gotta get culture. We really are very well-rounded. It ain't just in sour cream and cottage cheese I know I'm round as the day is long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Doug Goforth, hey Pastor Doug, oh, good buddy. evening. No good coffee, evening. no coffee for you, no coffee for me. Ben Guitar, and if that's a word with Brett. Oh yeah, he had a little little guitar session Aww. with Brett so they could see how well he's improving. You know, my kids don't get on very much unless there's a plan to hijack the show, <laughs> which happened one time. Judy says that the Mona Lisa smiles probably gas. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mention that one. Oh, I don't know. They they might have been in that percentage there. Nine percent disgusted. Six percent. It might have been the fearful part. Joey uh, Joey says he wants to go to the Louvre. Yeah. And Lynn uh, said, speaking really cool. of cottage cheese, have we were we speaking of cottage cheese? I just did when we were oh, talking about being cultured. I thought you said sour cream. I said sour cream and Lynn, cottage cheese. Lynn said, "Have you heard you can make ice cream with cottage cheese?" I actually have heard that. Really? Yes, and I've heard people who really do not like cottage cheese very skeptical about it, but when they made it, you couldn't taste the cottage cheese at all, and it tasted like really good, well, creamy, like. Well, ice cream I, I mean, I've heard you can put cottage cheese on like salad Pro-yo. instead of salad dressing and stuff, and it really it enhances the flavor, now, but not ice cream. I've no. never heard ice cream. No, but if you like, if you use it in the food processor, it gets mm, really creamy. Okay. But I'm gonna tell you, I like cottage okay. cheese right. a lot. Yeah, so. but food processor will change things in a lot of ways. And I also like ice cream a lot. Yeah, because I don't have pagolophobia. <laughs> was that what it was called? P- pagodaphobia. Pagodaphobia. Like I don't yeah. have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So. Well, what else? That's uh, you Is know that that's it? Is that well, all we got? That was that was all I all had right, for this evening. All right, let's finish up. Let's finish up with one thing. Can I just spring something on you? Okay. Let's do a get to know you. All right. Can we okay. do that? All right. You uh, you tell them about Saturday's show while I bring that up. Here. What about it? Well, when's, what time is it going to be and where are we going? To, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> you know how I find out what's going on? I listen to the intro with you guys. That's how I know what's going on.
what's going on? Like I'm a co-host on this show and I got nothing. I don't have any idea. I hear Master Pastor Yoda for the first time and I'm like, wow, this is going to be great. I don't have any idea what Terry has planned. And then he has all these show notes and they pop up on the screen and I'm trying to read over his shoulder. Literally people, I am so uninformed. But here's what I think is going to happen. Saturday, we're going to have the Good Morning Show in the morning. We're going to talk about what kind of coffee we're drinking. I think we might come to you at 1030 Eastern. It's supposed Maybe. to be at 1030. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be one of those shows. Remember, we're on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, hopefully our last one. We don't like doing these all the time, but you guys got to get on Saturday morning uh, because we are uh, in an, uh, um, an appointment that is unavoidable. We have to do. It's a midterm. We got to take a test. I know. And it happens to to be right at the time when the show happens. So what we're thinking is we're going to record some more fun. And we want you to be online so you all can pray for each other and talk to each other like you did on last on a couple of Saturdays ago. Maybe we just protest. We just have this all out protest. But you have a here's here's an idea. Uh, What time? Well, usually at nine, ten thirty Eastern, nine thirty Central. What time are we supposed to meet in uh, E-Town? I think ten. Ten or ten thirty. Well, I was trying to think if there was a way we could just get on on the phone and do it for a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to test it and see. It wouldn't yeah. be like the normal stuff, but um, it'd yeah, only be it'd for be a few better minutes. Than, and also, maybe we can skip the whole Tell us right now. Thing. You want us to record like a, a half-hour show uh, full of all kinds of stuff, or you just want us to do like a 10-minute impromptu with the phone? Tell us now in your chat box, okay? Yep, and while we're doing that, while you guys are typing, I'm going to pray for Lynn. Um, Lynn's daughter, she's in the middle of this thing with figuring out disability, but she's out of money now, so she lost her phone service, so she had no connection to her doctor. And so, Lord, I'm praying right now that you will bring restoration. Is this Reagan? Tell me which child. Um, Will you be with Lynn's daughter, Father? And I pray that your provision would prevail. God, you are a provider of our needs. Father, draw her near to you and be so near to her emotionally, spiritually, and physically, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. She says it's Laura. Laura. Okay, thank you. Um, Do you want us to help with the test answers? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Janice says, I'm curious what's behind you. It's my lamp. It's it's like, you know, the uh, Pixar lamp kind of thing. The one that bounces, comes out and jumps around on the... the yeah, and then I've got a couple books. The one I'm actually taking the midterm out of is right behind us also. Sitting on the printer. But behind us, Janice, is my desk. So we do the, uh, the show from the studio side of the room is Terry's desk. And then I work on the other side of the room. The magic so. side is here and the reality side is there. Boy, that's the truth. <laughs> yep. And so that's what's behind us is Melissa's desk. And the truth of the matter is we got a bookshelf over there. And then the things hanging on the wall are embroidery hoops because I sew and embroider. And so that's the truth. You guys are really seeing where we do all the things, where we make all the magic. There you go. Anne says she does not want to do it by phone, a regular show. Well, I don't think that's an option because we're going to be taking a test. So we can either do it by phone or we can do a pre-recorded show. So you're saying a re- a regular pre-recorded show. I get it. There you go. Okay. Doug says do something impromptu. I like that idea better, I think. Um, and then which one is cleaner? Which desk is cleaner? That is a toss-up. We're both really clean with our desks. We're both really organized with our desks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
we are we're very organized um with our space and i think it's just because we work full-time from home all right all right so uh it looks like we're we're divided on uh-huh. uh, what uh, kind of a uh, show we're going to do on Saturday, so we'll just have to let it be a surprise. Well, let's pray about if it. If you're, if you're, well, let's say this: if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, you'll want to do it because when we go live or when the video goes live, you will get a notification. Also, if you sign up for notifications on our website, you will also get an email that tells you the secret of what's going to be happening before everybody else knows. So go to the goodmorningshow.tv, sign up for the notifications I want to on our know. email. Well, you are signed up. You get the emails. I heard it beep when we were in class today. See, I told you I don't know anything yeah. until it happens. <laughs> it's right. the truth. Somebody pick a number between 1 and 200. One number, one question, 1 to 200. First number, we ask the question of each other and you, and then we're going to end on that note. There you go. All right. Can we have video going during my test? I, I don't do think you want to watch. I think my professor would appreciate that. I'm pretty sure all. you don't want to watch. You know, in the 43. And it. I'll tell you something. Like, we could easily distract the entire class. That would not, <laughs> that would just not be good. All right. Number 43. Here we go. Number 43 tonight. Yeah. Hang on just a second here so I can get my. Shelly Carter. Hi, Shelly. You rock. Hi, Shelly. And uh, she says, pray about it. I'm going to pray. We're going to pray yeah. about it. We'll see what the Lord Number 43. Says. Here it is. What is the best pair of shoes you have owned? Melissa Joy. I had a pair of Westies. And Westies? The, uh-huh. And they were... Um, they were high dollar dress shoes and they were the snazziest heels. I sang in them. I preached in them. I rocked those things and my dog chewed one of them up and I just about killed the dog, but I didn't do it. But they were, they were Westies. And secondly, I had a pair of Nike colored hiking boots when I was in middle school, junior high. Back in the 90s, 80s. (laughs) Wow, wow. 80s. All right. How about you, Terry? Well, let's see. I know what you're going to say. Vans. They're Vans. No, no. They were actually Converse. They were my high tops. They were wow. the red and black. They're the Chuck Taylor specials. I remember those. They were they were the most expensive pair of shoes I've ever bought because they were a limited edition. Uh, and then I gave them away to a young teenager yep. who had big feet who yep. needed a pair of shoes. Yep. And uh, I was never happier about that. That was a good choice. Yeah. I saw him wear them in a picture not long ago. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. another pair was actually a pair of boots that I had that were, um, they were Justin boots. But here's the thing. My friend, Brent Fairchild, airbrushed flames going up the tops and the sides of it was when I was in the was when I was in the country band and I was touring You're so and cool. they were they were painted going up and we tucked our jeans inside the boot pa- the boot cuffs you know and so the flames went up the side but he also painted it on my bass guitar rig which was taller than I was so on the speaker covers so my boots matched my speaker cabinet they Dude, were you're the coolest guy hey, that was it was pretty all cool. right Judy says her favorite shoes Doc Martens yeah I never had a pair but I'm yeah and look, Lynn, Lynn said Lynn same. Had Doc Martens her 90s Doc Martens and said Keds yep we we were kids, kids, weren't we, Ann? And Jeff Schwartzentruber says, white Converse high tops. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Doug Gofor says, Andre Agassi Nike literal tennis shoes. Literally yes, tennis shoes. Yes, yes, yes. I had pony high tops in junior high. You remember pony brand? I do. Yeah. For basketball. I absolutely mm-hmm. do. Yep. That was How the cool. Ones. You guys are so cool. And I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. You know what? It's your bedtime. Go to that's bed. Right. That's right. What are you doing still up anyways? I'm heading there. We love you guys so much because Jesus loves you so much. You matter to him, so you matter to us. I hope you know that every time we gather together to encourage you, you end up encouraging us. Thank you so much. Don't forget, Saturday morning, 
10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 9.30 Central. What's it going to be? Is it going to be live? Is it going to be Memorex? You'll have to find out. Be sure and subscribe on the website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, to get all the notifications ahead of schedule. And until then, have a great beginning of your weekend and go out and encourage somebody. Tell them you love them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them they matter. Right? And then maybe give them a hug if it's appropriate. We love you. Bless you guys. See ya. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.